When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now in the Corn Roof Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Corner Booth Christmas Party. I am your host, Jared Clem, alongside my sidekicks, uh, Mr. Snowman Kevin and Pat Donahue, our marketing wizard, and special guest, host of the Cruise Control Podcast. I got a, he's got a big guest interview coming up this week. Check it out. Uh, we'll definitely tag him in the description here. Cruise Oxen Rider back again, once again, just to hang out with us for Christmas. So we're happy to have him. Cruise, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, guys. Merry Christmas. Um, big show today. I'm going to give my first lump of coal to a certain wide receiver. Um, and, and my first present to a very good safety for a very bad team. Oh, man. We're just going to get kicking off right started. Um, Steelers <laughs> Bengals last night. A game that my father asked me while I was changing my oil last night. He goes, he was kind of making sure I didn't screw up the process completely. You know, doesn't matter how many times I do it. He goes, hey, what do you think of the game time? I'm like, uh, Pittsburgh, Cincy. And he goes, oh, good game. I'm like, maybe because Pittsburgh's garbage and so is Cincinnati. He goes, I thought Pittsburgh was good. I'm like, no. They've been dog crap for the past two weeks, and it continued last night. Um, those who don't know, pregame, Juju, after being warned not to dance on team's logos, went and danced on the Bengals logo. And newest favorite of the show, Von Bell, put him on a poster I've retweeted about 6,000 times today because every meme about it gets funnier and funnier. Oh, man. They need to do the Cat Williams you should have been talking shit meme because that was that perfect. But, uh, yeah, last night the Steelers looked dead in the water. Their offense couldn't get going. Big Ben looked like he was pushing the ball off of his shoulder. Um, the Bengals, Ryan Finley just balling out, running for touchdowns, smiling after he gets hit, getting the ball out. A.J. Green looked like he was having a little bit of a resurgence. I'm like they were talking about today on McAfee, and I think even on the hurt a little bit. They're like, this, are the Steelers like a first round exit if they lose out? One hundred percent. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think they're frauds. I I don't know who who would they go up against in the first round this year. So if they lose out, they're not even the number one seed. They're not even a division winner. If they they're lose not out, the Cleveland seed right now. Yeah, yeah it's Kansas City. Yeah, if they lose out, Cleveland gets the NFC North. Who honestly, I think Cleveland deserves the uh, AFC North after that. The AFC, uh, sorry, yeah, AFC North. Um, which means they'll put them probably at the five or six seed. Which right, put them again. Right now they're the three seed, and then they would be scheduled to play the Miami Dolphins. All right, but if they lose out, they probably drop to like the what, the four or five? I mean, five uh, or six. 
Cleveland's sitting there at the five seed right now, so it, they probably would fall to the five or six, and then they would end up getting, it looks like Indy or possibly still getting Miami. So Tennessee isn't even leading their own division right now. No, they are. They're they're uh, they're currently sitting at the four seed. They're leading the AFC South right now. Okay, Wait, so basically, so Indy Miami. So right now, so right now the standings are Kansas City one, Buffalo two, Pittsburgh three, and uh, Tennessee four. Now, uh, if Pittsburgh loses out, Cleveland would take over, and then they would get that home playoff game. Pittsburgh would have to go either on the road to Tennessee, or they, or if they do continue to, you know, stick at the three seed, they would end up playing most likely Miami or Indy. Okay, three. I, I was thinking yeah. like you're saying, if yeah, they, they got split. Yeah, and yeah. So either way, I think anybody who's in that AFC playoff picture, I even throw the Raiders as like an in the hunt team. I would take the Raiders or the Steelers right now. Raiders can't play defense, but it doesn't matter because when you can't move the ball down the field, you don't need a defense. You need practice dummies. I think if they played the Raiders right now, they would just give the ball to Josh Jacob 30 times and say and stop then, us. And then throw a couple darts outside to a Waller and Ruggs and call it a day. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, Pittsburgh, I I know they have some injuries on the defense. I know Bud Dupree's out. Um, You know, uh, Devin Bush took a – Took a nasty injury. He's out. Um, I, I don't know what's happened. Uh, they started out 11-0, but this goes to show you that just because you're an undefeated team does not mean you're the best team. It just means that you got lucky breaks and you beaten bad teams. Uh, Kansas City is head and shoulders above everybody else in the NFL, especially in the AFC. I think Buffalo is the only team in the AFC that can give Kansas City a game. Um, but shout out to you know former former Saint Von Bell loved seeing that hit that was amazing. Um, I I think Juju Smith okay Juju this is my take Juju Smith Schuster is what everyone thinks Michael Thomas is on Twitter. Everyone hates Michael Thomas for the way he tweets. Juju Smith Schuster is the human version of that. Juju Smith Schuster is literally the worst representation of a NFL receiver. I mean, because you look at the wide receivers that Pittsburgh's had, um, besides Antonio Brown, that's a whole other – but you have, like, Heinz Ward, you have Emmanuel Sanders, you have Mike Wallace, you have uh, Antoine Randall-L, um, and you have, you know, just these um, – Plaxico. Pl- Plaxico, you have these studs, and they're quiet assassins, and they just come in, do the work. They're lunch pill kind of guys. Juju's not a lunch pill kind of guy. He's he's more Antonio Brown than he is Heinz Ward. Um, and, and I think this team has just complete, they don't have an identity. Um, they have no running game. Big Ben is, you know, if people are saying Brady and Breeze are old, what is Big Ben? Uh, you know, six, six feet in the grave. Um, I think that they are one and done. And I think if they play, I think if they play Miami, Miami will, will shut them out in the playoffs. So, I mean, I think they are, I, I think they're one and done and it's not even remotely close. If they play Miami, it's going to be like a, like a six nothing game or a three nothing game, and just because Miami doesn't have the weapons, Big Ben is a corpse in the backfield. It that would be maybe the most boring game we've seen since Super Bowl Fifty Three. But Bama Twitter least. would watch it because two two would get that. Oh, win. I'd watch <laughs> Miami the whole way. I um, it looks crazy. I thought about this last night. I'm like, if I was really gonna rank this, because somebody was like, oh, congratulations, Juju. 93 TikToks, 95 receptions this year, and you're still the fourth best receiver on your own team. I thought about that take for a second. 
I like uh, the way he's playing this year. He's kind of tied with James Washington for third. Because I'd rather have Johnson and Claypool all day. As much as Claypool, the problem with Claypool is his style of play. He needs Big Ben to deliver the ball downfield, and he can't do that anymore. Deontay Johnson's played good in the slot and outside. I, I, I put Juju at third and fourth. I, I saw that joke about Juju. It's flipped. It's Juju has 95 TikToks, and he has not had more than 93 yards in a game this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I flipped that wrong. That, it was what, I flipped it with the um, uh, Chase Claypool having 53 TikToks and 51 receptions this year. Uh, shout out to Pittsburgh, though. How, how do they keep getting these wide receivers? I mean, they just – they, they, they have just a great evaluation for wide receivers. I mean, Claypool, Claypool was. If it, I, I think if it wasn't for Justin Jefferson, I mean, I think Claypool would easily be the the best rookie receiver this year. Yeah, I mean, he was for like the first eight, four or five weeks. Is that like that stretch of like eight weeks? Mm-hmm. He's fallen off the map with the last six weeks. Like Claypool's basically a ghost. Well, I mean, they've had, I mean, teams have adjusted to it and, you know, they're, you know, they're not having the, you know, they're, they're not worried about Juju anymore. They're worried about Claypool. They think Claypool is a bigger threat offensively. Um, you know, they're not, ha- they're not putting, uh, cause I, I watched, I've watched a couple of the games. They're not putting, you know, seven or eight in the box like they were in the beginning of the season. Cause they were afraid of Snell and, and Connor. They're playing straight man to man or they're, you know, they're only, you know, rushing four. I mean, they're, they're not scared of big Ben and they're not scared of this rushing you know, attack anymore. So, I mean, uh, this is not the Pittsburgh Steelers of even a decade ago. I mean, this is just, it's sad to watch, honestly. It's kind of upsetting too, like how the, the start of their season, how like a lot of like fan bases just kind of, Reacted to the undefeated. Well, they go like 10-0. Uh, um, I think 11-0, yeah. 11-0, yeah. And I said it, you know, the, the two weeks before their first loss. Overrated team. I'm just waiting for them to fall off. And it seems like we finally got their fall off. And I'm waiting for the Browns to uh, to take the number one seed in that division. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think Cleveland. And I, I said uh, I said the last time I was on uh, here, I think Cleveland is the best team in that division. I think they're better in Baltimore. And I think they're better than uh, Pittsburgh. Um, I think that... Cleveland has finally found the recipe for success. Run Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt until you stop it in the Mayfield play action over the top. And then, you know, uh, their defense gets asked at Miles Garrett's a freak. Uh, they're starting to really click together. Uh, this is what we expected Cleveland to be last year, you know, when they when they had the OBJ and then Joku and the Jarvis Landry hype and everything like that. Now they've finally found their true identity, and I think Cleveland – I wouldn't be shocked if Cleveland made it to the AFC Championship. I really wouldn't. I think I think it's gonna be Kansas City Buffalo, but I would not be shocked if Cleveland were to upset one of those two teams. Yeah, I can definitely see it. Cleveland's won some ugly games this year. Mm-hmm. It's and true. If a team's blowing every like Alabama did a couple years ago, they blew everyone out during the regular season, and then and I don't want to say they weren't ready, but when suddenly a team <laughs> gave a little pushback, they were like, yeah. we don't know what to do. It's I true. can see Cleveland being that team. They're going to get some pushback in the playoffs, but they go, okay, we've been here before. We know how to react to this, and we know how to come out with a win. Yeah. yeah. All I right. could even see it being like the Titans last year in the AFC, where it's like no one really expects them to do well, and then they just they come out of nowhere. Yeah. All right, you guys ready for our favorite game? It's time. For, and me and Cruz are the two worst defenders of this. Me and him will rock a sentence, a sentence for about five or six hours. <laughs> So we're going to try to keep his own time because Cruz is on a time crunch here. 
And, you know, I just don't feel like hearing it from Kevin. So, in the Christmas spirit, we're going to let Cruz go first for the first game. It's the one-sentence game. Charges, Raiders. Let's go, Cruz. What you got? Just win, baby, win. And that is, and I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Chargers, not the Raiders. Uh, Chargers definitely have a bright future, but Raiders are just, just get to the playoffs. Kev. Oh boy, oh boy. The, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with the Raiders every week. It's a mystery. Patrick. Look, minus overtime, that scoreline went exactly as expected. That was the most fun I've had on Thursday Night Football in months. So that was a great game. But uh, damn, Oakland. Damn, Oakland. Damn, Oakland. Las right. Vegas, man. Uh, no, I'm saying this for Oakland Raiders fans because Las Vegas really doesn't have any true Raiders fans there yet. It's been too too early. Bills. Hey, John Gruden was rocking a Ra- an Oakland Raiders hat. I know. I was all for that. You no, know, he needs a Los Angeles Raiders hat. It's really OG. Get the starter right. jacket. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Bills, Broncos. Pat, what you got? Maybe one second to find that note here. Yeah, the Bills have paid their dues in the AFC East. It's it's about time. All right, mine is 25 freaking years, man. I, I was like... Honestly, it's been a rough season for my my team, fan base wise. But there's been some cool things around the NFL that make me happy, and one of them is the Bills finally gained the first division title since I was before I was born. Cruz, I think you were like what two? Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Like the even the old man here in the room was who was an infant here. So, uh, yeah. Congratulations, Buffalo. Cruz, what you got? Bills Mafia AFC Championship bound. Kev, congrats, Buffalo. It took their starting quarterback leaving, half their defense opting out, and them having no weapons and a washed-up quarterback oh to win the division. Congrats, Buffalo. You're great. Great job. <laughs> I'm less so, bitter as a Pats fan on that. So bitter. That's, right. that's so bad. Buffalo, if Tom Brady was on the Pats this year, Buffalo would still have won this division. Yeah, I actually would. I would take that bet. I would too. I would. I would write on that first. Read some belly up articles. I've said the same thing while writing stuff. I've said even Tom Brady couldn't save this team, but also half our defense did opt out. Yeah, that was Bill's plan. He wanted Lawrence, but they won too many games. <laughs> He's just too good at coaching. I swear to God, if y'all get Mac Jones, I'm gonna be. I would be so happy, but I don't want Mac Jones because I want Mac Jones to do well, and we have no weapons. Spoiler alert, the quarterback factory is going to draft Mac Jones. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We'll give, you right. a, we'll give you a seven for Jalen. How about that? Nah, I want. I kind of want to keep Jalen more than Carson at this point. Um, Panthers and Packers. Yeah, I forgot this game was on. It was really close, though. So, good for Carolina. I was too busy watching the SEC championship. That's my uh, Actually, same. Yeah, that's my sentence. <laughs> yeah, I just watched highlights, but can we just give Rodgers the MVP already? No. No, Mahomes. No, 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 no. I'm still on the Rodgers train for Here, this, man. Mahomes, this the anti-Packers podcast. <laughs> did you Eric, see what Mahomes did Sunday against that pass rush for the Saints? I mean, he, yeah, he, he I also got saw hit that pass rush game. game. 
Yeah, I saw him get eat that game or get eaten that game. That, I mean, that was too close. And they still won, but that pass rush was all over him. He got what hit you, all game. If they would have, if the Saints would have played any other quarterback, I mean, they they get they get eight nine sacks that game, and I've seen them do it this year. I mean, Mahomes what? is the best quarterback in the league, and it's and I don't think it's close. Rodgers had a great year. Mahomes is just on another level. I mean, we'll we'll see how they vote, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I I could see between the two of them regardless. I just I'm on the Rodgers train for this one. Give the old man what he wants. Not you, Cruz, the other old man, the one who plays yeah. in the NFL. Look, I, I still have a problem with the NFL giving Aaron Rodgers the 2011 MVP when Drew Brees broke Dan Marino's all-time passing record and broke the all-time passing touchdown records in the same year, and they still gave it to Rodgers unanimously. That is asinine. I mean, it is a single-season award. It's, But it was a record that hadn't been broken uh, in over 20 years by Dan Marino, and he broke it. And but they gave Peyton Manning the they gave Peyton Manning the MVP uh, when they when he broke Drew Brees's. But, you know, uh, the media and the NFL hates the Saints. And, you know, <laughs> probably because they paid people to injure guys. Um, like I said, Aaron Rodgers lost the MVP this weekend. Yeah, Pat, you're going to say that the Chiefs Saints game is too close. The Chiefs lead that division. The Panthers are an afterthought in the NFL and have been since 2015. This game was too close. It was all second half, if I remember right, though, for the Panthers. Like, they, the uh, the pack started off strong, and I, I think they just kind of sizzled out. But I don't think the second half of that game is Rodgers' fault for the point differential. Uh, it is his fault when he only passes for 143 yards and a touchdown. He had a rushing touchdown in there, too. Let's not forget the old man did the old discount double check after one of those. Literally still the, yeah, but, the one. But, that, yeah. but Teddy Bridgewater had a better game statistically than Aaron Rodgers did, and, and they're playing without Christian McCaffrey. Well, yeah, one one week that was inside MVP. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, oh, it does for every other quarterback in the league. Why doesn't Rodgers? You can't win the MVP in one week, but you can lose it in one week. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. That's, All right. that's you can lose it in a damn quarter, let's be honest here. <clears throat> Sorry. All right. Who's in an ACL tear too? Easy. I will fight you, Pat. <laughs> All right. 49ers Cowboys. Oh man, this game got me so excited for a hot second, and it just broke my heart. Cowboys ruining their draft pick. Hey, Cowboys fighting for a playoff spot. Oh, Onside stop kick, it. Please. They're not winning. <laughs> they got to play Jalen this week, baby. I didn't say yeah, they're going to win. I'm saying they're fighting for it. I, I can't believe that they're going to give a playoff, a home playoff game to one of these teams. It is ridiculous. Rules is rules. Hey, they're Ow. just trying to keep it fair. You know, they took away the second seed having a bye week, but they want to like give another team a bye week just to be sure. <laughs> okay, I, I can respect that. All right, Pat, what was your sentence? Uh, that's some onside kick blues right there. Ah, true. Thank you, C.D. Lamb, for the fantasy points. Appreciate that. Yeah, that was a good call. <laughs> All right, Kev, what you got? They're fighting for a playoff spot. Oh, that was it? Okay, you got to save it next time because I, I thought it was just a side comment. No. Nah. All right. You know, I'll, I'll eventually figure out by season four – that how Kevin's comments go in these games. I mean, 
There might not be a season four, though. What do you mean? With me. Yeah, there will be. Calm down. All right. Seahawks football. Seahawks, Washington football team. This game was way... One other than another game, that was way too close. Yeah, that was uh, that was way too close. But uh, for the Seahawks, good thing Josh Gordon's back next week. Oh, yeah. So he can, uh, you know, have a mental breakdown two weeks later before the playoffs start. I mean, hey, they only need him for a couple weeks. Nah, I... Um, my preseason MVP pick went down in flames. Uh, I picked Russell Wilson to win the MVP before the season started, and I do not feel very good about that pick anymore. <laughs> I mean, I I did call it about Russell Wilson. I said he was going to start hot and then fizzle out like he does every year. Oh, God. Yeah. In terms I, of I, MVP, I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback at no, this point. No, I, I just thought this was the year. I just thought, you know, he's finally – you know, Pete Carroll is just like, let Russ cook. I loved it. I looked like a genius in the first couple of weeks. And then just, I, I don't know. It's, it's It happens in Seattle every single year. Every single year this happens. He, he goes off, and then he has like a five-week downspill. Then he has like a couple good games. And now he's at the end of the year where it's like, eh, I'll throw for like 220 and call it a day. Bears-Vikings. That Justin Jefferson interview. Yikes. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Throw the damn ball, Kurt. I'm going Justin Jefferson rookie of the year. That's my that's my sentence. I think he's offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. I mean he's had an amazing year. Um my sentence for this though is please get Thielen involved. He had like three targets, two receptions, and a one T D out off of that, but that team does so much better when he's involved in the end zone. Oh, don't worry. He'll be involved this week. He's going up against his uh, favorite corner, Marshawn Lattimore. <laughs> Good luck. Can't, can't wait to have my Christmas ruined. <laughs> it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. I, I every every single time. I I I saw the 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 schedule and I saw Christmas Day and I saw the Saints and I'm like, oh, who are we going to play? Vikings. Awesome. Can't wait. <laughs> All right. Pats and Dolphins. I didn't get my sentence. Oh, you didn't? Okay. All right. Kev? Kyle Trask is going to look great in a Bears uniform next year. (laughs) Ten-yard slants, baby! Dude, he he looks like a Bears quarterback, doesn't he? I I did a mock draft right after the trade deadline, and I had the Bears picking Kyle Trask. And my explanation was the video from The Simpsons, stop, stop, he's already dead. (laughs) And I'm sorry, Bears fans. I love that. Yeah, he 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 looks like a Bears quarterback. <laughs> All right, uh, Patriots, Dolphins, Kevin, double up. Which up first? This hurts. This hurts to say. I just want everyone to know. Usually, I go in gung ho with this, but it hurts to say it this week. Patriots missed the playoffs for the first time since 2008. ESPN's ending the dynasty. Shut the fuck up, ESPN. Um, but. It's say it. Time. Say it. Yeah, there it is. Ooh. Ooh. It hurts to a good. Oh, it is so good to see the evil empire of the NFL go down. But, you know, it it, it, it was time. <clears throat> Tua, Tua has arrived. It's, too, it's Tua's division now. You know, 
Fuck you, Cruz. I'm rooting even harder for the Pats to get Mac Jones now. Sign AJ Green, draft Mac <laughs> Jones. It's a wrap for the NFL again. So what happens when Tua gets Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle and then gets uh, Najee Harris? Adds to the offense. And then, jo- and then Josh Allen ain't going anywhere. I mean, don't need Or they get Travis, at least Travis Etienne if they yeah, don't exactly. get Najee Jones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're projected to get ETN in, like, four different drafts in the second round. I mean, I might as well just, like, DHK might as well just have a Travis ETN Miami Dolphins jersey at this point. It's a done deal. I think even in my mock draft, I haven't taken him second round. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. I think that may have been the last game we saw Cam Newton uh, start at a quarterback. Kev, you want to say it or should I? <laughs> you can say it. I don't know what you're going to say. Buy a shirt, baby. Jared Stidham. Right. <laughs> Buy a shirt. Free the study. shameless plugs of this show. Also, buy a buy a gun show shirt. There you go. I mean, sh- buy any of the merch. We got so much. There's so much merch for somebody to buy. Buy the merch with Pat's beautiful face on it. My family did. Uh, a lot of Christmas gifts are going to be given uh, with my oh, face on a T-shirt. <laughs> I got a message from Mike about that. Oh, no. Uh, we can talk about that after the show. <laughs> no, about so, people buying message. Oh, no. So, did not mean to interrupt, but it is officially official. University of Auburn has named Boise State's Brian Harrison as their new head coach. I, I tweeted about this when the, it was being report rumored that this was going to happen tonight. I said, this is like the girl in your high school who no one asked to prom and then went to you. was like, okay, I guess I'll go with you. That was basically me. Unfortunately, thanks, man. <laughs> I mean, if it makes you feel any better, my junior prom, I just took a friend who then didn't want to go to the party after, and then my senior prom, I wasn't going to go, so I ended up taking a lesbian because my friends made me go. I learned a lot about Kevin in a matter of wow, like, all right. yeah. Now I feel so much better about myself. <laughs> hey, if you're ever feeling down, and this is open to anyone listening right now if you're ever feeling down just slide into my dms on twitter and i'll tell you some stuff about my life and you'll feel much happier you're having a fight with your mom don't worry i'll make you feel better about it twitter or instagram do you have a preference which dms i slide in real quick for that <laughs> uh, twitter i would prefer twitter uh i think i have a private instagram you do a private instagram so. I have an open Twitter, though. Anyone can sign in those DMs. Kev, you had an easy opportunity for a mom joke there, and you let the alley Are you listening? I said, if you're in a fight with your mom and need to feel better about it, slide in my DMs. I well, can make you feel better. The whole, finish at home. We're our new listeners who've never heard a mom joke before. All right, new listeners. My mom walked out two weeks before my 17th birthday. Happy, Jared? Looks you so know what? I wasn't trying to go that emotional, but yes, I am happy. Hey, hey Cruz, do you want to start a different podcast that doesn't have as much like domestic issues, or? I mean, <laughs> I thought for a second that Cruz didn't know that. I don't know <laughs> that. Yeah, no. The only person who knew that is Steve because you made a mom joke in front of him, and his face looked like a stone for a second. I'm. <laughs> All right, for those who don't know, new listeners, here's the story. My dad and I went to look at schools in the South for 10 days when I was a junior going into a senior? No, a sophomore going into junior because I was 17, my junior year of high school. Um, we got back, and then my mom decided that she wanted, didn't want to be married to my dad anymore for a guy she met at a bar and left. 
<laughs> Bro, we're and the redefining worst, sports. We're laughing. We're not horrible podcast. human beings. It's because Kevin has told us so many mom jokes in the past, and it says it was such like drive and like reserve that it just we don't we're so uncomfortable we're laughing. <laughs> Are y'all fucking with me? This is Kevin. This is Kevin. I can call my dad right now and ask him. I please, <laughs> please don't. That's just... the content. No, that's the content we need. Go ahead, get that started. <laughs> if we're gonna go all all on it, why not? Yo, what are we doing now? All right, hang on. Let's let's get this man on the phone. I am I was, sober I was... for this. It's <laughs> Kevin. I'm, uh, I'm hoping he just doesn't pick up, though. No, he's going to pick up. Yeah, so are we sure we can call ourselves like a like a football podcast anymore? Like, We're not a fo- Hi, Dad. No. Um, I have a quick question because my good buddy Cruz. Hi, hi, Karen, Cam, and Amanda. Um, Cruz, Cruz does not believe me. Did, did or did not Mom leave two weeks before my 17th birthday after we got back? From a 10-day trip looking at schools in the South. Let's be clear about something. Mom left four days Cruz didn't believe me. I'm giving you, you a birthday present, man. I'm so sorry. All right, thanks, Dad. You're welcome. Love you, bye. Love you. Guys, when I say we need quality content, that's the type of content. Oh my God. After that, I think we have to renew your contract for another five years, okay? Like, goddamn, bro. <laughs> this podcast wouldn't be the same without you, pal. Bro, I wanna I wanna get you a birthday present and a hug. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Listen, this is why my mother has told like Kevin multiple times, Cruz, that she'll adopt him at any point in any day. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll give my mom a really big hug when I see her tomorrow. Jesus. She's <laughs> gonna get thanks for not leaving. Kid kid um I'm not sober enough for this conversation, or I am. So- I'm too sober for this conversation. I say corrected. Um, uh, next game. <laughs> oh my god! Dude, I need you to send me this so I can get a screenshot of Cruz's face to tweet out like, what did Kevin say that made Cruz react like this? I got you, pal. Oh wait, Kevin, you can download it from the Skype co- or Skype conversation. True. I'll do. I'll do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Speaking of disappointments, Jaguars and Ravens. What a transition. Trevor the Duval. Let's go. Right, I'm happy. Jack- I'm happy for my Jacksonville people. Shout out to the 904. Lawrence to Jacksonville, another blonde quarterback destined to fail in the NFL. I'm hearing Blake Gabbert, Blaine Gabbert, but this time it won't be Blaine Gabbert's fault. Well, Trevor, well, Trevor fixed the. The dead Pinchu mania? I'm sorry, I can't even refocus that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have like notes in front of me and I just can't remember. 
Dude, I, I have an interview with Chris and Saban in, in about uh, 45 minutes, and I'm just going to randomly think about that, and I'm just going to laugh mid, mid-sentence. mid Thank you. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Oh, uh, Trevor Lord's going to look great in the teal. Or turquoise? Teal. I'm going to – look, I tell you what, like, you know, with – I mean, they give away Jaguars tickets, but I, I'm I actually can't wait to go to a game next year if, if he goes there. I I would actually go. Tailgating is super fun. If you guys ever get a chance to, Jacksonville Jaguar games are highly underrated. Great tailgating atmosphere. Um, even going to the games, they have the Bud Light Zone. Uh, I don't recommend getting into the pool though. Uh, don't. I'm not gonna get into any details, but uh, let's just say I had to go to the doctor. I had to go yeah. to the doctor the next day. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say like. Call up your doctor first. Say, hey, uh, Monday morning, I'm going to need a penicillin shot. And then just yeah. hop in the Yeah, pretty much. But uh, the Bud Light Zone, so I'm actually excited for uh, the people of Jacksonville and excited for to actually go to a Jags game next season. What are the odds the Jags actually win a, win a game that will blow the opportunity that they had? It's not the Jets. They, they know what they have. They're not going to mess it up. They're going to run the ball 20 times with James Robinson and then have Minshew throw the ball into triple coverage four or five times. You want you oh, want to secure you want to secure yeah. the number one the number one overall draft pick. Well, here's what you do: keep Mike Lennon off the field, bring Tim Tebow back out of retirement, and sign him to his hometown Jaguars. Actually, open offer to the Jags. I'll play quarterback for you. I've never played quarterback outside of like a Thanksgiving game in my life. So if you're really looking for that absolute you know number one pick, uh, feel free to send me <laughs> send me a DM, uh, Donahue underscore PF. Um, or add me on Snapchat, slather my bacon. I will come and play quarterback for you guys. I'll I think you just want to I'll say your name you on Snapchat. I'll pick you up on waivers on my fantasy team. I mean, I won't start you, but I'll just have you on there. Watch, I mean, watch this somehow happen and we find out Pat's the greatest quarterback to ever live. Do you know how confused, like, the VA disability, like, area, like, the uh, vision would be? And they're like, aren't you, like, disabled? What are you doing playing quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars? <laughs> it was that or, you know work at kinko's so you know <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have kinko's this far north of the cruise <clears throat> fair enough all right buccaneers falcons oh <laughs> oh boy it never oh, gets old maddie you did it again he did it again <laughs> it correction. never gets old this is my sentence correction Tom Brady did it again. That's kind of what Correction, my sentence, the Atlanta Falcons did it again. At this point, it's not Brady. It's just the Falcons. Can we, call, the Fal- can we call it Falconsing? Like, seriously, like, we may have a verb for it. Just call it dirty birding. <laughs> That's perfect. Dirty bird. dirty bird this lead, baby. <laughs> I regret saying how, like, a couple weeks ago, the Falcons were in that point in the season where they're trying to, like, turn it around. You know, it's not going to do anything for them. They're just going to go for the win. No. No. They just let the – they just let Tom Brady get in Matt Ryan's head again. There's actually a mock draft I just saw that had Mac Jones going uh, to the Falcons at six. That, and that was, and, that was and, today. And Cruz will jump – Cruz will literally jump off a bridge. <laughs> It'll be like cannonball time or doing That's this. I also added my mock draft. I mean, that would be. I I I would not be okay mentally. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had I had the Falcons going uh, corn no O line. 
D-end? D-end. I have them going Greg Rousseau. Every mock draft I have seen the Saints, because we're probably going to be drafting in the high 20s or 30s, have has been one of three players. And it's been uh, Rashard Bateman, the wide receiver out of Minnesota. It's been Mac Jones, or it's been uh, Dylan Moses. Every every mock draft I've seen, it's been those three players for the last month and a half. So I'd be okay with any three of those, honestly. So I've seen for us Jamar Chase, the tackle out of Oklahoma or Mississippi State, some maroon team, and then the corner from uh, West Virginia, and actually surprisingly, Patrick Zertan from your uh, Crimson Tide was the newest one I've seen. Oh God, have fun. Yeah, oh, no, I don't want him. Like, seriously, I'm like, give me the dude from Virginia Tech or give me either the Slim Reaper or Jamar Chase. I, I don't want – I want a wide receiver. Get Jalen Rieger uh, uh, a butt, best buddy. Dude, Smitty in a black Eagles jersey would be filthy. I would I, I would, I would, I would do that. Well, <laughs> well, well, Cruz, remember, if the Eagles make the playoffs, you and me have to buy matching Hurts Eagles jerseys. I, look, I already bought one because I, I lost. I, I bought I bought a black Jalen Hurst jersey. You beat my Saints. I told. I'm just waiting for it to get oh, here. Oh shit! Now I have to go buy one. All right, listen, I already bought one. If fanatics, if fanatics, um, like holds up their end of the bargain with the jersey return thing, I will actually get a Hurts black Eagles jersey as a return uh, item. I refuse to give fanatics my money at DH Gate till I die. I, I refuse to spend $120 on a jersey. Send me the link for that, by the way, after this. I will. I will. I'll send it to you. All right, cool. All right. Uh, everyone do the sentence for Falcons Bucks? Yep. All right, yes, cool. Yes, sir. Eagles Cardinals. I'll go first. Uh, this hurts to admit it, but this Jalen kid's pretty good. <laughs> Was that pun intended? <laughs> yeah, totally pun intended. Oh, uh. I'm Honestly, say, yeah. the kid got the like the when he kid we fumbled the fucking ball, picked it up and threw a dart to Dallas Goddard. I was like, oh shit, I'm feeling that Philly magic again. I don't like this feeling. It's a it's like I'm a, like a, a junkie. I need it. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go out. This is my sentence. Alabama, the new QBU. You you watch. We have Tua. Okay. We have Jalen Mack next year, and then Bryce Young in three more years. All right. Let let like let, let's see Mac Jones light it up, which I think he'll have a good career because I like his I like his I like everything about Mac Jones. I think he's one of the better quarterbacks in this draft. I think he might be better than Justin Fields already. But um, like seriously, like let's pump the brakes on that one, okay, Cruz? I said, that's why I add a question mark on the end. You know, all right, uh, Kev, my, my sentence. Shocker, Heisman finalist is good at football. <laughs> Oh, I rely on him for the sarcastic commentary. Yeah, yeah. Pat, what do you got? Jalen Hurts secured his starting position there. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, Wentz is gone. It's his When when Dan Orlovsky and myself give up on Carson Wentz, that's a dangerous combination. No, when Shannon Sharp gives up on Carson Wentz, you know it's done. Yeah, true. Uh, here's here's the problem, and while while we're waiting for uh, our next game, um, the comments about Wentz and just not wanting to be there if he's not the starter, dude, wrong time, bro, wrong time. Just like the timing was bad. Um, I actually would love to talk to somebody in the Eagles locker room and just like ask them off camera, like legitimately. 
Is there, is, a Bama, really? is there a Bama player on the Eagles? Uh, ooh, might be, actually. Look at, get After the game, Look, I'll look that up. I'll let you know. There okay. might be one. Oh, wait. No, I guarantee there is one. If there is, let me know, and then I'll see what I can do. <laughs> All right. Just send, ask him a quick comment, but, yeah, no, that would be crazy. All right. All right. Let's uh let's speed around through this, and then let's get to college football before I got to – you know. Fair enough, and then we'll do points per cruise. Bells with our picks. All righty. Lions, Titans. The stiff arm heard around the world. Henry's at it again. Just subbing dudes through the Earth's crust. Derrick Henry, Offensive Player of the Year. Not MVP, but he he is my NFL Offensive Player of the Year. Man's a freak. Crunchy stiff arms from Derrick Henry. <laughs> Have you been stiff armed six feet underground by Derrick Henry? You too may be eligible for financial. <laughs> <laughs> Kev was reading the next one on the list. He probably was thinking that over the bathroom. Uh, I saw it on Twitter. Ah, even better. All right. Um, Texas Colts. Oh, like, can somebody just free Deshaun Watson? Seriously, get this poor man out of Houston. Bill O'Brien basically had a vendetta for Watson, I swear, because that team is screwed. Buy a shirt. Hashtag free to Sean Watson. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plugs. My sentence was also going to be free to Sean. <laughs> My <Buy a> God. <laughs> How much do you think to Sean Watson, Mrs. Will Fuller? How much do you think Deshaun Watson misses Clemson? <laughs> how, think, well, how much do you think Deshaun Watson misses DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah. <laughs> Should have stood up for him in that meeting there, huh, big guy? <laughs> all right, and the main event, what we've all been waiting for, Jets-Rams. Kevin, I'm call- I'm going on you for the comedy hit, the, co- the leadoff. What have you got? Adam Gase was fired after this year. He's definitely fired now that he fucked up tanking this badly. <laughs> this is Gross. the most New York Jets thing of all time. You can't make it up. To both teams. I'm not mad. Just disappointed. <laughs> I swear, if Sam Darnold wasn't a Lego policeman, he probably would turn around and flick off Woody Johnson after that win. Oh, my Lord. That was basically Sam saying, you're building around me, motherfucker. Sam Darnold is going to go to another team, and I think he's actually going to he's he's going to have a resurgence in his career. Just get, get him the hell out of New York. I actually him, think him, he's him got and the Wentz both thing to go. I think I think, Darn, I think Darnold will kill it with the Colts. I think he would I think he would do great. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Send Carson to Pittsburgh. Ooh. Just to haunt Kevin. I actually – I like that. With all those big, fast receivers. Yeah. Kidding me? No running game. Who needs it? Carson's fine. <laughs> Until all Pittsburgh right. tries to research their running game. Yeah, right. We're just going to have Carson run QB draws. That's what we're there's a, the latest mock draft I saw had Najee going to Pittsburgh. Oh, not bad at all either. All right. Cruz, I hate to do this to you, buddy. Chiefs and Saints. You no. got to take a lead off. No, it's fine. Uh, I I took – my sentence is Saints, best team in the NFC at full strength. Um, we played without 
two out of our top three receivers. Um, I thought our pass rush was hellacious. If you watch that game, Patrick Mahomes was running for his life. Um, but Patrick Mahomes is the best player on the planet. Um, Drew Brees' first game back in five weeks. Uh, no Michael Thomas. And uh, I, this just keeps sleeping on the Saints for the playoffs. They're not going to get the one seed. But this team is built to go to a Super Bowl still, and I believe in them. Yeah, I hate yeah. to. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I hate to just echo what like all of the NFL is saying, or all the people who watch the NFL are saying right now. But that's a Super Bowl preview game right there. Um, I could easily see that being the Super Bowl, and I don't know if the next time they meet that it ends the same way. I could see the Saints pulling away if they had a full healthy roster. We we, we are a botched safety away from winning that game. Yeah, that that hurt to watch that play. I. Uh, so I posted my live reaction to that on my Twitter. I don't know if any of y'all saw it. It was me basically having a mental breakdown. Alex Anzalone just fall on the ball. Yeah. I know, but it's it's it is what I have grown up with. It is the Saints being the Saints. You know, you could have always picked a better team. <laughs> At least it wasn't the officials this time on that call. I- it, not on that call, but that, that if, if you watch that game for both yeah. sides, both teams, that was a horribly officiating, and not just for us, but Kansas City as well. The the ejection on Cam Jordan was laughable. Even even the NFL came out and said that he shouldn't have been ejected. Uh, he's not going to be fined. He's not going to be suspended. Um, mm-hmm. Kansas City got away with so many holding calls uh, on mm-hmm. the offensive line. Um, I just thought it was a poorly officiated game. I mean, Kansas City is the best team in the NFL. I thought we played great, um, and I definitely think it's a Super Bowl preview, especially when Michael Thomas and everyone's back. Absolutely. Um, Browns and Giants? Can I get my sentence? Wait, oh, yes, crap. Kev, I knew it's my bad. I looked at you, I'm like, oh, crap, I messed it's up. It's because I, I got Kevin. Uh, Drew, my bad. Drew Brees was not 100% for that game. My Lord, I would not want to play the Saints at full strength. Yeah, he Drew Brees was rough to begin with, but did you see him in the second half? He looked good. I mean that that throw to uh, that throw to look. Patrick Mahomes is throwing to Miko Hartman, Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, and Drew Brees was out there throwing to Little Jordan Humphrey. That is still greatest name in in football. Yeah, yes, so <sighs> I feel really good. I'm proud of my Saints. Pass rush looks awesome. By the way, how do you not have Trey Henderson in the Pro Bowl? He is tied the NFL in sacks, and he did not make the Pro Bowl. Neither did Demario Davis. Absolutely laughable. I am really annoyed about Demario Davis. Trey Henderson, I mean, it's a really weird – like the defensive ends this year, they, there was a lot of good ones. He has played half the snaps that Aaron Donald and Miles Garrett has played, and he has as many sacks as they have because he's a rotational defensive end. He is – he's money. As long as you don't come from my boy BG, his 13th year in the league, and he finally got his first Pro Bowl – so I was like all Eagles fans there were crying a little bit when they saw that our boy finally got one. So oh, I love Brandon Graham. He's a great, great player. He's also the funniest trash talker on the freaking planet. You ever listen to his sound, his mic'd up Fletcher Cox had to slap him on the helmet once because he was cussing too much in the microphone. <laughs> I can see that. All right. Um, Browns and Giants, Kevin, I'm sorry for cutting you off. So you, if you'd like, you can go first for this one. Why is my sound on? Um, I, this is what we expected, honestly. Probably, I'm going to go with most boring Monday night football game of the year. Sunday. Oh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday night football game of the year. I apologize. Pat? 
I, uh, I mentioned it earlier, but Browns really should be winning the uh, AFC North. All right. Um, what happened to those Giants being the hottest team in football? I know I said it, but like this is all my Giants fans who literally after that Giants-Eagles game were relentless in my damn inbox. I'm probably going to live to regret this at some point, but it don't feel good, do it? Huh. <laughs> don't get cocky, Jared. I ain't getting cocky. I just love seeing the Giants suffer. <clears throat> welcome to the bat. Welcome back to the pit of misery, baby. <laughs> ain't no 500 season for you guys. All right, last one. So our our guest gets his for gets the first one. Steelers Bengals. Von Bell, I miss you in New Orleans. Um. Juju, uh, you better trade in your Corvette. It's not fast enough. A little Shannon Sharp homage right there. I hate everything about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Every member of their team I hate, except maybe Minka Fitzpatrick. And these last three losses have made me so happy. <clears throat> I don't even know what to say, Pittsburgh. That just, that was terrible. That was awful. I don't even think I had a positive takeaway for Pittsburgh on that. No, there wasn't. That was bad. All right. It's time. Cruz is why we brought – this is Cruz. Cruz has been bucking for this all day. He's got 15 minutes of fame. Everybody had 12, 15 minutes. We're just going to roll college football here. College football playoff was announced on Sunday. And I, I kind of expected this being the four. I don't like it being the four. Cruz, I'll let you take lead on this one. What was your beef with the CFB playoff committee? My my dark horse pick got robbed. Texas A&M should have been the fourth seed. I mean, how do you – I mean, absolutely ridiculous. <clears throat> Notre Dame, by the way, I'll be the first one to admit it. I was dead wrong about picking Notre Dame in the conference championship. I drank the Kool-Aid. I made a mistake. Don't know what I was thinking. I took – Look, trust me, the amount of money I lost in that game is, is not something I want to talk about to Notre Dame uh, plus 10. Um, but I saw the real Notre Dame at their best, and I saw the real Clemson at their best. Clemson, clearly the better team. I think I think Texas A&M would beat Notre Dame on a neutral field right now. Um, I think Florida would beat Notre Dame on a neutral field right now. Shout out to Florida, the way they performed in the SEC championship. A way better game than I thought it was going to be. Um, I think, and, and then I have my own gripes about Ohio state making the playoffs. Look, join the club. This is a hate Ohio state podcast. I I don't hate Ohio state. I hate their fans. It's like, it's like, it's like the same with the Dallas Cowboys. I have no problem with the Dallas Cowboys as an organization. I just hate their fans. Most and and I feel like most people are the same way. Ohio State's a very talented team. Justin Fields played really bad against a really good Northwestern uh, defense. I thought Northwestern came in, punched them in the mouth. Um, and then shout out to Sermon, the transfer from Oklahoma, who looked like the second coming of Eddie George. Um, he looked great. Um, I think his dominant performance kind of made the committee be like, okay, well, they got some, they got some weapons, and they, you know, they had what was it, 22 players out for COVID? 
Is that, is that, yeah, and then Chris Olave, their best wide receiver, was out. Their leading tackler was out. Um, but I think I think Clemson's going to boat race Ohio State. Um, I really do. Um, I thought I actually thought I actually think the Alabama Notre Dame matchup is actually very interesting. Um, because I've seen I've seen Notre Dame go up against some really good offenses this year, like like Clemson, like like North Carolina. Um, I thought that they came out really strong against Clemson uh, this week, and they just played sloppy. They had their opportunities. Um, you know, they they went forward on fourth down twice in the first quarter, didn't get it. Um, you know, Clemson's one of those teams where look, you're not gonna you're not gonna kick field goals and win the game. You got to score touchdowns against them. Um, but my big my biggest problem was Notre Dame at four. I think that, and if we're going based off losses here, I think A and M's loss is better than than Notre Dame's loss. Um, I do. I think, uh, yeah, you can say that. Oh well, they beat Clemson. Yeah, they beat Clemson without the you know arguably the best player in the country. And then look what happened when he was on the field. Um, A and M played Alabama when they're at full strength with Jalen Waddle on the field. So. Um, Jalen Waddle is rumored to come back for the playoffs. If he is, then I think it's game over for everybody. But um, I thought AM should have been four. Didn't think Ohio State should have been in it at all, but here we are. Um, you know, I thought Cincinnati got robbed. I thought Cincinnati should have been higher in the rankings. Um, I don't have a problem with really anything else other than that. I think. Um, I actually think one of the most fun bowl games that we're going to get to watch is actually going to be Oklahoma, Florida. I think that game is going to be points galore. I have simply one sentence for this whole series. It's who's going to get killed by Alabama in the championship game. And, uh, yeah, uh, Clemson, Alabama around what? Five, four. Yeah, it'd be five. It'd be five. Um, Round five. There you go. uh, uh, I think, I think Clemson's the only team who, who can beat Alabama. I think it's I think it's Clemson. One last dance, one last dance, because I swear to God, Clemson that that new DJ kid, Cruz. I told you off camera a couple weeks ago. I don't like this kid's mechanics. I think he's sloppy. I don't like his reads. Trevor's a different story. Yeah. But even if they do win the ACC next year, they're not making it past the first round next year. Nah. Um. I think. I think he he went to a, a you know a premier high school in California. Um. You know it, it's they were the number one national team. Uh, in the country, they won the national championship. Uh, you know, he's a big kid. He's he, I've heard the comparisons. He's a Samoan Tim Tebow is, uh, is what he's been kind of referred to. Um, he had a lot of yards in the Notre Dame game, but if you look at that game, a lot of it was a busted coverage by Notre Dame and then quick slants taking it to the house. Um, but, you know, when the lights got big and the big moments were there, uh, he definitely looked like a freshman. And I think when Trevor was in that situation last week, he definitely made the plays DJ wouldn't be able to. Um, I, I actually think Notre Dame, Alabama is going to be the best game out of the, out of the two. I think, I think, I think Clemson's going to boat race Ohio state. Um, this Ohio state team does not have even close to the, to the defense they had last year with, with, um, Jeff Okuda and Chase Young. Um, I, I, I just, I just don't think Ohio state deserved to be here. Oh no, they don't. They are the biggest fraud in this in this competition. Last thing is though, this is the fifth meeting, isn't it? Two 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 in the 
Yes. So since Dabo has been there, Dabo has owned Ohio State. Uh, he no, I'm talking them. about Alabama. Oh, Clemson, oh yeah, it's, it's two. It's two two. A lot of people don't like to look at it like baby. that. But it's uh, it's two. It's two two. Alabama ha- still has that taste in that mouth. Uh, the taste of the mouth of that 44 to 16 uh, loss. And, and I'm telling you, this I Alabama wants Clemson. They they don't want oh. Ohio State. They want they they want they want Clemson. I know for a fact they had they had three goals uh, in the beginning of the season. Go 10 and 0 uh, in all SEC play. Done. Win the SEC championship. Done. Last thing on the resume: beat Clemson in Notre Dame or beat uh, Clemson in the national championship. There you go, Kev. You've been chomping the bit, kid. Go for it. Before I give my take, we have five minutes left with Cruz. I there's something I want to talk about. I hope we had time. We did yep. not, but this is the Christmas party. We'll have time after Cruz goes. Cruz, I have beef with you. Oh, what you got beef with me for? What I do? You're tweeting oh, out the logo I made and getting compliments on it, not giving me credit for oh. designing the logo. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, I, I, you know, look, it's it's because of you I'm even here. I'll, I'll give I'll give I'll give main props to you. It's uh, you're the reason I'm here. You're the reason. Uh, I, you're the reason I'm even on a podcast to begin with. You're the reason I have my own podcast. Uh, I have nothing but respect to you. I give you all the props, man. So, um, thank you for everything you've done for me, Jared. This goes for you as well. Um, you guys have, you know, took a chance on me. You guys just let some random a-hole on Twitter, you know, come on a podcast and then it worked to where you guys have me on. And then look at me now, I got my own and. I got some big guests lined up, so you know, I, I'm sorry. Trust me, I, you know, if if, if you have beef with me, I'm sorry, but you know, I, I uh, I'm really appreciative to the both of you guys. <laughs> I was also just joking, but I know, I know, but that, but I, but again, I, I meant everything I said. I, I didn't want to be the guy when people were like responding, like fire logo, all this logo sick. I didn't want to be like, well, I designed it. <laughs> but you know, I figured I'd just call you out on a podcast. Fair enough. So I got to thank you, and then of course I got to thank my boy Kyle. Who uh who helped put the final the final touches with that with that sick background and did you see the uh the really cool header that I have uh on the official cruise control uh Twitter page now go look at the header was it the Mac Jones uh header it, 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 it yeah. was yeah nice so so yeah <laughs> that that is nice yeah so oh right, before I go I I just I just want to say this um and I, I want to get you guys opinion on it too I I can kill a little bit more time. Who do you think wins the Heisman Trophy this year out of Alabama? Is it Smitty, Najee Harris, or Mac? Because right now I'm starting to have an internal argument with myself, and I actually think Smitty is going to pull this out. I think I, Najee going to be Smitty because outside of – I think Mac Jones has the highest QBR of a college quarterback ever. Ever. Even better and, than Joe Burrows last year. And if you look, it's like 2017 was Baker. He won the Heisman. 2018 was Kyler. He won the Heisman. 2019, was Joe. again, Joe Burrow won it. This year's back. But I do think what Smitty's done this year, and I've been arguing because people, I post something on Facebook. It's the three dragon head meme, and it's like the two of them looking really serious, and one of them looks like an ant, like a cartoon dragon. Yeah. And I have Devontae Smith and Mac Jones as the two fierce ones, and then Trevor Lawrence. Because yes. ESPN and Dabo's hyping him up. And people are like, well, Trevor Lawrence has a 34-1 and record as a starting quarterback. Okay, that's his whole career that we're talking about this season. This is a, 
this isn't a lifetime achievement award. So <laughs> this is this year. So I've been arguing it's this, this year thing, but the things we've seen Smitty do this year is unbelievable what he's been able to do. But also he broke the SEC touchdowns record. He's a monster, and but a lot of those touchdowns came from this season alone. Oh yeah, no, he he's and a freak. Yeah, I've also but, been thinking about because a lot of times people talk about the Heisman moment. What's this one play that you saw where you can look back and go, oh yeah, that's the best player in college football. I don't know if Mac Jones has had a Heisman moment this year. I don't like boiling it down to one play. And Mac Jones had a lot of moments like that, but Trevor Lawrence, same thing, hasn't had a Heisman moment. Smitty had the one-handed grab in the end zone against LSU, and they would like that story to say, here's his Heisman moment. I would say Mac's Heisman moment was probably... I'm going to say the 90-yard the bomb, the Waddle, in the Georgia game, but that was so early on in the season. Um, I mean, Mac has just made Mac bombs routine at this point. Um, I know he didn't have any Friday, um, but or I'm sorry, Saturday, but, I mean, Mac has exceeded everyone's expectations, including mine, and you all know that I was the biggest Mac Jones supporter coming into the season. Um, he's exceeded my expectations. I think Najee has – been nothing short of incredible. I think he's been a great leader and a great captain. I, I, I think he's going to make a NFL team very happy, but I I don't, I, I, Smitty has been just the most dominant player in college football to me. And, you know, he didn't miss a beat when Waddle came out. I, I didn't know how Smith, Smitty was going to, I knew Smitty was great. I knew he was a good receiver, but like, I always kind of thought I was like, well, he's got, he's got rugs and he's got Judy and he's got Waddle. And it's like, I've never seen him as a wide receiver one. And then I see him as a wide receiver one, and I'm like, he is the best player in college football at his position. He, I think he is a freak. He is a true wide receiver one. I think pound for pound, he's the best player in college football. I, I think Najee's biggest knock for the Heisman, not, I think I have been saying for a while now, he's the best running back in the country. He's better than Travis Etienne. He should be the first running back off the board. And the draft. Chubb Hubbard. What? Chubba Hubbard, too. Chubba Hubbard's not going – I've seen him drop all the way to, like, the third or fourth round at this uh, point, man. Najee's better. No, yeah, Five, Najee's the most complete running back in the country. Uh, but Najee's been quietly dominant. Mm-hmm. He will get, like, 150 yards, two touchdowns a game, but he doesn't have that one – except the SEC championship game. But other than that, he doesn't have these explosive stats. Like, with sure. Isaac, yeah. they're looking for, like, Derrick Henry running guys over. Yeah. And – or – Devonte Smith one-handed grab stuff like that. Najee hasn't really had stuff like that. He's just quietly a dominant player, which is a very weird sentence to say. It's true. Um, but if you look at Derrick Henry's um, Heisman season, if you look at the last two games he played, um, it was against Auburn where I believe he had 52 carries, and uh, if you looked at the Florida game, I think he had another 200 yards. Um, I agree. He doesn't have that Heisman moment, but I mean, he was so dominant on Saturday that, you know, five touchdowns is nothing to sneeze at, especially in a game that huge. Um, uh, I don't, I, I really don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. I obviously, if I had a vote, I, w- I would vote Mac Jones, but my, my heart is telling me that Smitty's deserves this award and he's going to win this award. But I, I, I have to say, I am so proud of, the way Mac Jones has come out this year, he's exceeded expectations. Not no one, no one thought he was going to be 
this. And he has been a true team captain. He's been a true leader. He's been a, he's overcome so much. And he, he's, I love watching him celebrate when he, when he goes, man, he, he throws a Mac bomb and he's just doing a little shimmy or he's, you know, he's, he's doing something, man. And he's going to make an NFL team. I think he's going to be the, the, the seal of the draft when it comes to a quarterback. And, and, and uh, I, like I said, I just hope he can somehow land uh, down a NOLA. I also think Mac Jones is a good story about, cause we've seen guys recently, they lose the starting job and they transfer immediately. Uh, Jalen hurts kind of didn't do that. He lost starting job, stayed for a year and then graduated and transferred. So that's fine. But like Blake Barnett lost the starting job against USC <laughs> immediately transferred he's been to two other programs that went to arizona state lost that job then went to university of southern florida and now i don't even know he like broke his ankle at usf he's married to a very attractive uh professional surfer so i think he's doing okay yeah that's not arguments there but like that's common now seeing guys lose starting job transfer immediately matt jones came in I think it was the same class as Tua. It was. He was him and Tua were both elite eleven quarterbacks. Uh, Mac flipped from Kentucky to go to yeah. Alabama. And mm-hmm. Mac Jones, Jalen Hurts was starting. He knew that. Then Tua got the starting job. He knew he probably wasn't going to take the starting job from Tua, but he said, "I'm staying." And look, sure. he stayed, and now he's a Heisman candidate. He's going to be a Heisman finalist. And like the song "Super Savage," he's about to be a first round draft pick. <laughs> exactly. So any college football prospects out there right now look at mac jones it's true uh, it, I, resiliency, I, man. I loved Stay his in interview. even if it's not great now yeah oh sorry I, no no I, I was gonna say i loved his interview that he had with tim tebow um after the championship he said hard work overcomes talent when talent doesn't work hard and mac jones is the true definition of that look mac jones is not exactly what we call a physical freak when it comes to that, but man, the, the work he put in, in the off season, the, you know, and just the believing in the process and everything. Cause he, he could have gone to, he could have transferred to FAU with lane. He could have, he could have transferred to Kentucky. He could have gone back home and played for a Florida or an FSU or maybe even a Miami. Like he could have gone that route and he stayed and waited his turn. And, you know, look what's happened. I mean, he, he is, He's he made himself a lot of money and he's going to take home a lot of hardware. I think he's going to win the Davey O'Brien Award. Uh, and, I, you know, like I said, I I think he's actually going to win the Heisman. I think they're going to give it to him because it is such a QB award. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Smitty or, or Najee, you know, takes it away. I, Trevor Lawrence should not be invited to New York. No, or, no. or or the ceremony. It should not be. This is not a lifetime achievement award. This is not anything mm-hmm. like that. Max stats blow uh, his out of the water, and you know I, I don't think it. It should just be just just basically have a Skype call, have Najee, uh, Mac, and Smitty all sitting next to each other, have them play rock paper scissors to see who gets the Heisman. I think that's the most fair thing in the world. When did they announce it? Who's going? Who's invited? Who's like? Invited uh, I think they said Thursday. They were. I thought I, I I saw something that said Thursday that the final votes are due. I, I saw could Monday. Be wrong. Did you see Monday? I saw they were due Monday. They were due Monday. So uh, who knows? I, I, I don't even know when the ceremony is because of everything. Do, do you guys know when the ceremony is? No idea. I'm assuming it's before the the playoff games, right? 
Because it usually is. It's usually the week after conference championship. Um, Uh, Tuesday, January 5th. Oh, so it's going to be after the – oh, my God. Watch. There – I swear to God if – the, if this happens, if you know Notre Dame were to pull the upset and Trevor Lawrence were to throw three or four touchdowns, they're giving it to Trevor. Well, voting was still due before that. Okay, it's that's true. That, that is true. That is true. Which I, yeah. if that if voting were due like the second or third, I would 100% say that is true. But thankfully, voting's due before that. Well, look, guys, I got I to gotta roll off. I got to get ready for everything. Uh, love you guys. Merry Christmas, and uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem, Cruz. Merry Christmas, man. Good luck. Yeah, Merry Christmas. See you guys. Merry Christmas. Thanks for coming on. <clears throat> All right, Kev, waited long enough. What is, Do you have any beef with the college football playoff? Is it oh, something boy. like – I've been waiting for this all day, man. You made me wait through Cruz talking about Mac Jones for 20 minutes. Uh, sorry, it's my fault for bringing up the beef. That has been swapped. Yeah. Um, I don't think Ohio State should be in it. I don't think if they are in it, like, look, they're an undefeated conference champion. I get that. They played six damn games. What this is why hell? you're my co-host and my best friend. Look, Alabama played 11 games. They're starting centers out for the playoffs because of an injury. Their number one wide receiver to start the year is out with an injury because they played more than six fucking games, although he might have gotten injured for that. Ohio State, at best, should be a four seed. Notre Dame should not be in it at all. They got smacked around. Here's who I think the top four should be. Alabama at one. Clemson at two. If you want to put in Ohio State or Notre Dame, you get one of the two at three. I do think because they're... A three. They are an undefeated conference champion, regardless of how many games they played. Put Ohio State at three. Put Texas A&M at four. Cincinnati Bearcats should be five. What are they, like nine? Yeah. They're an undefeated conference champ. Put them at nine. Um, I had another really serious point about this that I am not remembering. But it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, that was my point. Everyone who's arguing... About expand the college football playoffs. Expand the college football playoffs. Shut the fuck up. Oh my lord. We're arguing this much about three and four because everyone knows there are two teams in the country that might win a national championship every year. Maybe three. Maybe three. It depends on the year. Do not call for eight, 16 teams because what are you going to get? You're going to get blowouts in the first couple rounds and then you're going to get the two national champions tired and beat up because they had to run through a football still a physical game i don't care how outmatched the team is you had to have them play extra games because oh my team lost two games so we're the seven seed shut up you know you're not going to win it you shouldn't be put into the college football playoffs bring back the bcs championship my lord i don't care if you have the committee picking the two teams instead of the fucking computer algorithm they had but two teams are winning it every year one of two teams just have them play each other my lord, I fucking hate the college football playoffs. See, I, I know you're fired about this. I honestly am a proponent of having those two teams that would probably win it, have a bye. And I would like to have the first two out, like have like six teams make it. So the two teams and the two teams behind them beat the fuck out of each other. And if there's really a team that really got hosed and got the sixth or fifth seed, 
because of rankings or seeding or whatever. If they honestly are that good to beat that team and take a shot at an Alabama or a Clemson or wherever, I would be for that. So giving the two teams that are still guaranteed the national title their bye, that's fine by me because this way you get more bowl games in the championship and, and in the playoff. And at the same time, you do get two teams, let's say in A&M or Cincinnati, who are more deserving than Ohio State or Notre Dame, but you still keep that fan base happy. I think that's a, the perfect compromise. But, Kev, I do see your point, though, because for the last couple of years, with the exception, it was two or three years ago, or no, Ohio State was the one year when they beat they beat Alabama. No, sorry, didn't mean to bring that being a bad new battle. But also 2018, Alabama was the four seed because they lost to Auburn in the Iron Bowl. Auburn went to the SEC championship game against Georgia, lost. Alabama went in the four seed, beat, I think it was Clemson, they beat, and then second and 26, two was coming out party, blah, blah, blah. I don't yeah. care about that. I still think we should not expand the college football playoffs, and you should only have two teams. And people will be mad because, like, in 2011, when the game of the century, Alabama versus LSU, I think it was, like, 6-3. to three. LSU was the number one team. Alabama was two in Tuscaloosa. Apparently that game was wild for stores by campus because I worked at one, not then, but after. And they told me about it. But And then they faced off in the national championship. Alabama blew the doors off of LSU. I do not get the call for an expanded college football playoffs. I said this year, if they wanted to do that, that's fine. There are no rules because of coronavirus. But going forward, they should not be doing this. I don't yeah. want to see a a 6-3 and three or a 7-3 and three Pac-12 championship get the doors blown off by the SEC championship. Because then, what if a star player goes down? It's absurdity. Anyone who wants there to be an expansion or there's one of two possibilities. One, their team was the sixth seed because they lost two games or two. They don't have a fucking brain. Damn. This is the season, by the way, uh, to do a temporary, like expanded college playoffs. Just saying. Uh, oh, I, when, when I go on these rants, like this, I do not mean 2020. 2020 is a bubble. Yeah. Whatever happened before it doesn't impact it. Whatever happens after it, not impacted by it. If they want to do an 8, a 16, God, I hope not, but a third, they would never do a 32. Like an 18 goals will play off for this oh, year. Oh, oh, oh. Let's do a 32. Why not? <laughs> All right, man. Just because you want Army in the college football playoffs. <laughs> yeah, you figure it out. Yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous. All right. Uh, finally. Time for six pack review, gentlemen. Last week was a rough week for us. Actually, no, was it semi rough week? I don't know. We had a weird week. It was honestly weird. So, house upset. Fortunately, Northwestern just decided to go to sleep in the second half. Oh, that's big. Uh, just thanks because you know Ohio State sucks, and it would have been great to see him knocked out if I could ever find my goddamn pen. I am all the place today. Oh, here it is. Wow, I'm like losing you move your desk. Yeah, but I like this setup better. Um, all right, so me and Pat both had Clemson, so we got our points. Wishful thinking on my part. Listen, no, I I, you had sound logic there, but I just I, it's the Trevor Lawrence. We all picked Alabama, obviously, so points for all we all picked army 
Points for all. So uh, there you go. And then... <sighs> Fucking Iowa. Iowa State. Whatever. They suck. I'm thrilled. So Pat's basically shooting 100% right now. I was going to say, I'm trying to think back. Like, I don't think I have a loss yet, right? Nope. Oh, Pat took Oklahoma too? Yep. Was that my upset? <laughs> no, but your gimme was good. To... Was what? You had, you had the Rams. <laughs> That's right. You did take the Rams as a gimme. Because your Fuck. whole argument was whoever plays the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, my God. Uh, so then it was... um. Saints, Chiefs, we all took the Chiefs, so we all got a point there. <laughs> and then um, Miami, Patriots, I'm the only one who took the Dolphins. And then Gimme's, Pat and I both hit our Gimme's with Titans and Ravens. And Kevin, <laughs> Kevin loses a point because of the fucking... We know Oklahoma would have been my upset then, because I didn't have an upset in that. But no, Oklahoma was the favorite. What was my upset then? Your upset was Notre Dame. Was it? Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. So this week, me and Pat tied at six, and uh, Kevin... Three? Two? At three. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. God damn it. <laughs> I will wholeheartedly admit, when it comes to college football, it usually just comes down to luck for me, so... It's okay. There was one week where Kevin, what I, I shot, what over three in college and one of two and, and one for three in the NFL, but I yeah. hit my upset pick, so I, I somehow tied. <laughs> oh man, that was a rough week. All right, so yeah, that's uh. I lost the lead then. Yeah, I think I'm back in the lead. Pat's coming up hot. Pat, Pat's like been like clipping at both of our tails. So Pat might win then because we're going by percentage now. Yeah, Pat is. But the problem is Pat's first two weeks were so bad that that's what kind of put him back a little bit. <laughs> Just like this college semester. But if he's <laughs> clipping at our heels, then he might be in the lead based on percentages. He might be in, our, in the percentage lead now. He might. It might be like Pat's up by a percentage point over me. So we'll see. The next three weeks are going to be crazy. So, Pat, by the way, me and Kevin decided this in October, or in September, the winner of the points championship this year, the picks championship, gets a jer- a t-shirt, a jersey t-shirt, whatever, some kind of t-shirt of a team of their choice, paid for by the two losers. Okay, yeah, so I'm down for that. if Pat wins, he wants, let's say he wants an Army Black Knights t-shirt, Kevin and I sp- sp- spilt the bill on it, Kevin wins... Maybe he wants a nice new uh, Jason Tatum jersey, t- LA little t-shirt, whatever. Or Iris said I want my Kobe Bryant Eagles shirt. Y'all fit the bill on that one. But the limit's like thirty dollars, not in oh. the ship. So. Okay. Yeah, when yeah. you said a Tatum jersey, I was like, I would not ask for that. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, man, an actual jersey that's gonna be like at least sixty. So good luck finding one under thirty. Yeah. All right. You guys ready for week six, week fifteen? Oh. <clears throat> 
<laughs> no, Kevin Paxton wants to end it now with the with the lead. All right, Kevin, it's time for redemption, bud. You ready? Yeah. All right, Oklahoma State, my Canes. Hey, Jared, you want to get pissed off? Kevin, they've already disappointed me enough this season. There's nothing you can do to make me even more mad. So Miami is the 18th ranked team in the country. Oklahoma State is 21st. Uh, Oklahoma State is a two and a half point favorite. Without Chubba Hubbard? Yes. What the? All right, yeah. Give me Miami. <laughs> this is my upset pick. <laughs> uh, that team's pissed. Yeah, give me Miami. Not as my upset, but just give me Miami. I. Um, give me Oklahoma State. Texas, Colorado. We hooking. We going with the Bison or the or or the Cowpokes here? Uh, give me Texas. Line is minus thirteen and a half. Yeah, I'm rolling with you as well in Texas, Kevin. Pat, uh, Texas. Yeah. Clean sweeper there. I, I just Colorado. It's Pac-12. They're just. It's not it's just not good football out there, man. They make the ACC look efficient. Um Oklahoma, Florida, like Cruz said, maybe the highest scoring game of the damn bowl season. Taking with the, the swamp people or the people of the plains, Kev. Oh, this is so hard. That's what she said. Florida's minus three and a half. Uh gimme Florida. And this is against OU? Yeah. yeah. Give me OU as the upset. All right. Yeah, I'm sticking with Kev here on uh, on Florida. I just... With I'm not a game, fan of Oklahoma, and Florida played really well. With this game, it's it happened a couple years ago, or a while ago, when A.J. McCarron was a quarterback, I think. Uh, Alabama got knocked out of the BCS. They played Utah. They did not care in that game. And they lost to Utah. And I'm concerned that you can see that with Florida. They were hoping for a college football playoff appearance. They lost. They might not care at this point. But also, Oklahoma's a Big 12 team. Florida puts up points. Uh, it, it's a toss-up. But I do. I think Florida's going to stay a little locked in. Right. Kind of as like a fuck you. We, should, we shouldn't have lost that game. We should be in. Fair enough. All right. So, Kev, you're the only one with their upset on the board here. Um, uh, Finns and Raiders, Saturday Night Football. Where's this game taking place? Oakland, uh, Las Vegas. Oh. Uh, Dolphins are minus two and a half. It's two a time. Yeah, Dolphins are going to win. Yeah, I, I still feel like this is a Dolphins win. Um, they played so well against the Pats. I, I really don't have anything negative to say. I mean, I talk so much hype about Bill Belichick and rookie quarterbacks, and I just got shut down. Well, at least in the second half. But, yeah. Yeah, uh, the biggest thing to me is the Raiders can't play defense, but the Dolphins can. The Dolphins have an okay offense, and the Raiders have a bad defense. So... You're going to weigh those. I guess, yeah, I give the Dolphins. They're better coached. 
Honestly, I think Brian Flores should be a nominee for Coach of the Year this year. Yeah, I can see it. All righty. Uh, clean sweeper there. Rams, Seahawks. Two teams coming off of really disappointing games in the East Coast. One, one or against East Coast teams. One with a win, one with a loss. Gentlemen, what were we thinking? These NFC West, cha- basically it's their championship game. Seahawks are minus one and a half. Uh, it's in Seattle, so it's really like a an even line because of fans. But uh, give me Seattle. I think they're gonna they're really gonna be pushing to get a good seed in the playoffs. Uh, Rams are fighting for the playoff lives, but I think the that Seattle's better coached, especially on the defensive side of the ball, which is weird to say against Sean McVay. Uh, I think they have a plus in the quarterback category. I think their defense has gotten better as the season's gone on. They're not good yet, but uh, give me Seattle. So I actually, I have a bet on this game, uh, this game and the game after. Um, someone who I'm in a fantasy league with said that Josh Gordon's ceiling, or I'm sorry, Josh Gordon's floor is DK Metcalf's ceiling. And I took so much, um, yeah, I took a lot of umbrage with that as a, as a DK Metcalf fantasy uh, owner. So we made a little bet about, the scores that would come out of that. Um, I think the Rams defense is good enough to shut down uh, a lot of like big plays by, by the Seahawks. But in reality, I still think Seahawks win it maybe by like a field goal. I, I see it being a really close game. All right. I'm going to take the Seahawks. I hate betting on both these teams, just like I hate betting on the Colts and Raiders. But the Seahawks, to me, well, one, by the way, Cam Akers is questionable. It's looking like he might not play. Lack of running game for the Rams is a bad, bad thing. Also, the Seahawks have, like, one of the highest sack totals since acquiring Carlos Dunlap at the deadline. Give me the Seahawks here. Last but not least, before we get into upsets and and gimmies, Titans-Packers. In Lambeau. What's the line on this? Minus three Green Bay. Titans are my upset. boy. I think Green Bay is still soft. I think the Titans defense is damn good. I think they are going to focus on Devontae Adams. And Green Bay doesn't really have any weapons outside of that. Uh, Tennessee can stop the run well. And Derrick Henry is going to run all over Lambeau. Vince Lombardi's going to be rolling in his grave. Yeah, as always, uh, you know, the way he, as I've said previously, you know, stopping Derrick Henry is really important. I don't think the Packers can really do that. Uh, Give me the Titans here. Clean sweep for the Titans on this one. You all thought I'd even think about picking the Packers. Hell no, it would irk my soul to pick the Packers. Here's the issue. And Cav hit it right on the head. This is why, like, this dude's a genius. Packers are still the softest team in the NFL. You had Jalen Hurts take him to town a little bit for a quarter. You also had Jalen Rieger return a touchdown. That was my beat-up Eagles, all right? Like, they're, they're a garbage fire this year, all right? Let's be honest here. Um, you had the Lions, DeAndre Swift, give them a ball game. What happens when Big Papa Henry comes to town? Oh, boy, it's going to be beat down. And Tannehill? Oh, yeah, by the way, he doesn't like to turn the ball over. You have two big physical receivers who, when they go up against those skinny, scrawny little cornerbacks, Kevin King and uh, 
Jair Alexander for the uh, Packers. Uh, yeah, they're going to have a problem with A.J. Brown, a.k.a. T- Mini T.O., and Corey Davis. This is going to be a very physical Titans team that's going to punch this soft Packers team in the mouth repeatedly. This is their worst nightmare playing this team right now. It doesn't matter if it's a Lambo or in December. This team is beefy. Let's go. All right. Gimme's time, fellas. Kevin, redemption this week. Yeah, I got to find one. Okay. You want to take some low-hanging fruit with the, with the Jets? Too soon. No. See, I was going to take Northwestern over Auburn, but that's January 1st, and we'll have a recording between now and then. Well, yeah, no, that's the night we record, so. Um, Pat, Jerry, when do you go? All right. Uh, give me, oh boy, I'm going to regret this one probably. Actually, no, you know what? Uh, give me the, uh, man, I keep, I keep looking at games like, whew, I, I can't pick one. Pat, you got one yet? Yeah, I, I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit, no one else will. Browns over Jets. I mean, I, <laughs> I think last week was a fluke. Um. And like I said, I still think the Browns are such an amazing team on both sides of the ball. Um, no matter what the Jets throw forward, there's there's nothing the Browns can do to just throw the game away like the Rams did. You know, knock on wood. Where are the Chiefs playing? Uh, Atlanta. I did think about that one, but I don't. Jets. I, I don't trust Atlanta. I don't trust Atlanta either. That's why I stayed away like, from it. You don't know. Atlanta might put up 50 points. Atlanta might put up two points. It. You don't know. Um. Uh. You know what? Fuck it. BYU over UCF. Ooh. All right, Kev. I see you. Um. Oh, I hate picking NFL for my gimmies. Uh, this is going to irk me. Uh, I don't want to do this. That's why it took me to find a gimme, because I was like, I'm not picking NFL. Yeah, I know, but I gotta. Oh, boy, I'm going to hate myself for doing this. Give me the Baltimore Ravens over the New York Giants. Ooh-wee. I have a sneaky suspicion. No Daniel Jones, no problem. Baltimore smells blood in the water with Pittsburgh. They want a playoff spot. They know they slid pretty far. They want their fourth straight win. Give me Baltimore. That's a spicy one. But, Jared, if Colt wasn't injured. (laughs) It's been over a decade, and Texas fans are still spouting that shit off. Oh, my Lord. Well, listen, Texas fans are also the biggest cult in college football besides Texas A&M. Shout out to our boy, Mr. Pinto. But, uh, yeah, right. All right. So, Kevin, anything weird for him before we head on? Are we mosey on down? I do, actually. And also, I have, uh, I, I have a little – it's the Christmas party. I have a little Christmas topic that we can discuss. Ooh. I'm up for this. But first, we're, we're going to talk – we're going to talk NFL records real quick. Okay, fair enough. So as we mentioned, the Chiefs have the number one seed all but locked up. They are 13-1. and one. Yeah. 
uh, in the NFL. Since 2000, how many teams have won the NFL season since starting 13-1? and one? Zero, Eight, right? Pat, is that your guess as well? Three. One. The 2009 New Orleans Saints. Ah, they won the Super Bowl that year, but also since then, 2004 Pittsburgh and the Eagles both went 13 and one to start the year. Pittsburgh didn't even make the Super Bowl. Uh, Eagles lost. Ah, well, 2005. Hang on. I I'm checking something because I don't. It's like it's the 2000 blank season. Yeah, no. 2005 Colts went 13 and one, lost in the divisional round. The 2006 Colts won the Super Bowl that year. Um, 2011 Green Bay Packers they won the Super Bowl the year prior. They went 13 and one. Then in 2007 the Patriots started 14 0 because they went 16 0, lost. 2009 Colts lost to the Saints. They went 14 0 to start. And then the Carolina Panthers went 14 0, would finish the season 15 and one. They lost Super Bowl to the Denver Broncos, and now the Chiefs are 13 and one, and they're we don't know what's gonna happen. I would not be surprised if they don't lose the if they don't win the Super Bowl because of history. History is undefeated. And then right, again, I mean, it might be time for a 13 and one team to win a Super Bowl. Fair enough, Kev. What's this Christmas topic though? What is your guys's Favorite Christmas song. Like, okay, and I don't mean favorite, like, around the season, you'll listen. Like, if it comes on in, like, July, you'll listen to the whole thing. I have two. Mariah uh, Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. <laughs> Pat, you're such a basic white girl, and I love it. You know it. Jerry, what are your two? Uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. And uh, Christmas in Hollis, Queens by Run DMC. My, I have one, and I don't like Christmas music outside of December. I think Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, is the earliest you can listen to Christmas music, and I think January 1st, I'll cut that shit off. But Santa Claus Come to Town by Bruce Springsteen, I think, is the greatest Christmas song ever. By far, by by a mile. Um, So This Is Christmas by John Lennon is also pretty good. But I that I have to be within December to listen to that. Also fair. Also, I have a very distinct memory. I don't know why, of when I like it's probably been other times as well. But like while going home from my grandparents' house, and or for Christmas Eve, because we'd always go to our grandparents' house for Christmas Eve on my dad's side. Now we go to my uncle's, but we're not doing that this year because we went like social distance last weekend. But uh, so this is Christmas. I have a distinct memory of like. Passing out in the back seat, but hearing this song as I was falling, uh, So This Is Christmas, while falling asleep. Aw, peaceful Kevin. <laughs> yeah, before, you know, life took its toll on me. And eh, you're still not Saturday beyond redemption. What, Pat? That's actually uh, Saturday Night Kevin now, passing out in the back seat of somebody's car. With <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin blasting Mama number five. No, or Pat five. was blasting Mama number five. I was passed out in the back seat, and it was a combination of the two of those that made the cop go to Justin. Uh, just slow down, just get home. 
We, I, I should just, for the record, say Kevin and I weren't the ones driving. Our friend Justin was the DD. He, Kevin was asleep in the back. Uh, I don't know why I got the aux cord, but I did, and I just had Mambo number five on repeat. So, like, you know, when you get pulled over, like, the last thing you want to do is, like, reach for your phone because, you know, like, fast movement. So, like, this poor cop just had to hear Mambo number five for the entire <laughs> encounter that he was there. <laughs> I feel like at that point, like, you probably just you got uh, can I turn this down real quick? I mean, like, I was, like, hang, like not hanging out the window, but, like, I had, like, I was smoking a cigarette, so, like, my upper body was, like, out the window uh, as we even got pulled over, so. You know, uh, the courteous thing to do. Uh, yeah, you know, you don't want to blow smoke in your friend's car. Who's ever done that before? I was, back in my pledge days, I was, uh, I, I had to go pick someone up from a building because we got a text group. So it's like, hey, who's free and can drive this kid home? And I'm like, I, I'm at home, so I'll, I'll just go pick him up. And he gets in my car. He's like, hey, do you care if I smoke in here? I'm like, and luckily with one of the chill brothers, I was like, if, if you could just roll down the window and like try to blow the smoke outside, that'd be great. He's like, yeah, no problem. But anyone who just lights up a cigarette in their friend's car without asking or trying to blow the smoke out is a dick. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was so funny. When we were all coming back from the bar that one time I was up to visit, Pat goes, Jared, do you want a lighter in your car? I'm like, I do not for once. And he goes, I'm going to use these matches I just found. Pat yeah. trying to light a cigarette with matches in my car while we're on the highway. It was amazing. Was that your car or Andrew's car? It was mine because, remember, <laughs> we had to take my car for certain reasons. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, like, the worst when, you know, you want to, like, have the window down so that way, like, that first puff doesn't get in their car, but, like, you know, you still got to light it. Uh, luckily, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore because, man, that's an expensive and disgusting habit. Proud of you. Proud of you, Pat. How many, yeah. how many days and months has it been? Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, two months? Three months? I don't, I don't know. know. Proud of you, man. I, I ignore the app every day. Two months, nine days. Uh, I ignore the app that I have that like gives me like updates on it because it's just like literally every day where it's like, do you have a moment to talk about your cravings? I'm like, no, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't care. Show me how much money I've saved and how many days it's been. That's all I want out of you. Fair enough. All, all right. Well, oh, NBA season kicks off. Ooh, That's like fair one day. Tomorrow? Yeah, tonight. Tonight? Is it tonight? I forgot it was Saturday tomorrow. Uh, real quick, who? we're not going to go to all the awards. Who's your MVP and who do you think is going to face off in the finals? But, um, I I would love to see Brooklyn in the finals, but they're such a dumpster fire. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be Miami Heat again. I think that it wasn't a fluke last year. Yeah, they had to catch a couple breaks, but now this team's been together for a whole year. And they're going to get somebody at the deadline. I know they will, knowing Pat Riley. Um... Boston's going to come close, though. I think Boston's going to get them into a Game 7 this year. I think Brooklyn's going to be the third and kind of like the last left out a little bit. But I think Boston's going to get worn out by... Uh, Boston's going to be really worn down by a long series with Brooklyn. It's going to take them, and Miami's just going to take advantage of that. Out of the West... Yo, give me Denver. On, on a down year after LeBron just took his team to the brink... And it took them into October to win a damn title. Give me Denver with this the what is what is his nickname the Mocha the Mocha Mamba or something like that was his nickname. Um, I have no idea. I have no idea. Whatever his name is, I love, I'm a big Jamal Murray fan. 
give me Denver. They're going to make a deal at the deadline. I know they, they always try to do something to help. And Jamal Murray and Jokic, I love that combination with that lineup. The West is such a weird, weird conference this year. Give me Denver. Miami is the finals this year. What about MVP? MVP? Uh, give me KD. Pat, do you have a take? I know you're not a no. big basketball guy. Yeah, no. When uh, when I say I'm not a big basketball guy, uh, last season I watched three basketball games, and it's just because the person I was hanging out with was watching basketball. So I feel like if I say anything, it's, it's there's nothing to back it. Now this season, when I start watching basketball, that'll be a different story. Uh, I have. I think the East for me is harder. When I thought of this question, I had a team for the West. Uh, East, though, you know, give me the Celtics. Jason Tatum is two inches taller. Marcus Smart, great defender. Jalen Brown's coming into his own. I Kemba, if Kemba comes back healthy and full strength, they had a couple good young guys besides them. Uh, Tristan Thompson's the rim protector that Boston fans have been wanting for years. I think Boston is, they're not going to run through the East, but I think they're going to do well enough, and they're going to beat Miami this year. Uh, in the West, though, give me the Mavericks. Oh! The year of Kristaps oh, and like Luka. Luka's going to be growing and getting another good year under his belt. He's been playing in Spain for a while. He's, he's a hell of a player. And in addition to that, Luka Doncic, give me that MVP. Luke is a baller. He's been a baller since he was 16 years old playing against grown-ass men. I do Boston, Dallas, finals, and Luka gets the MVP. I love that final. I would watch that finals. Also, the whitest finals ever. <laughs> no Chris facts. And Luka versus Boston. All right. Mr. Kitty's made her 30-second appearance. Um, here we go. In honor of Kevin and I agreeing for once again on Christmas music, which I never thought you and me would ever agree on, here's a little background music for it. Whatever plays. Why is album music not working? There it is. There we go. All right. All right. It's the last call time. Let's kick the Bruce Springsteen. So, give a quick shout-out, though, to... A couple teams that have impressed, impressed me. First off, the number one recruiting team in the country for like the 15th freaking year. They're in the top five. It's the Alabama Crimson Tide. Six five-star recruits, 14 four-stars. Damn, y'all ain't going to let this title go. So, you know, I have credit where credit is due. Another team that really surprised me, and it's not even fan bias, but I kept texting Kevin and Cruz the entire National Signing Day. I'm like, what is going on? We keep it. Ba- it's the Miami Hurricanes. Their first top 10 appearance, I swear to God, since the early 2000s. Two five-star recruits, defensive tackle and a kicker, and 11 four-stars and, like, 15 or 16 three-stars. Our best haul since Ed Reed was a two-year player in the NFL. We still had Kellen Winslow the last time we had a bigger recruit, a recruit class that big. Uh, Clemson, of course, five. LSU, four. Georgia, three. Ohio State, two. Oregon, for some reason, is ranked sixth. But yet they only had 16 four stars and zero five stars. Oklahoma, Florida, I, 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 yeah, whatever. Notre Dame had zero five stars, 11 four stars. For Notre Dame, that's good. But um, that's about it for college football talk. I just want Kevin. What was your opinion, quick, on my Hurricanes recruiting class? I know you're, you, we were talking about your Bama Crimson Tide. They killed it as usual. 
It was a good class. I, I feel the same way about Miami as I do about Penn State. I feel like every year besides this year, it's been Penn State's one year away. Penn State's one year away. I feel like that's what we're going to be at for Miami for a while. Although I do think Miami's been a dumpster fire. Not this, not this season and not last season really, but like the seasons before that was a dumpster fire. I think they are going to be there before Penn State ever is. I do think it's going to be probably two or three years before we see Miami legitimately pushing for a national championship. Not a game, but seriously winning one. So, does that improve if Kane comes back for more year? Uh, no. Okay, fair enough. No, because I think that doesn't matter. If if King was like a sophomore this year, next year, he obviously has to come back. And then the year after, if he decided to come back, yes, because that would fit the timetable better. But I do think it's, I still think they're going to be two or three years away. Fair enough. If everything um, goes right, which I have no reason to doubt, it will. As much as I have ragged on Miami in the past, they are my ACC team now. Uh, notice the change in my tone, but I I think Manny Diaz has done a good job of that program. I do think that they're they're on the right track. I could be off in the two or three years. It could be four years, honestly. I think it's more likely to be four years than one, but I think that two to three year window is more accurate. And then once they once they get in and like that window starts, like I'm not saying it's they they have two or three years and then after that they're screwed. But it's like they have two or three years to start it, and then I'm not sure when it's going to be closed because I don't know about recruiting and all that going forward. Well, the fact that they're starting to really hit South Florida again makes me feel really good again. They're really hitting South Florida hard. Like that's the biggest thing. I was looking at the locations of these these recruits. They were slamming South Florida, and it made me so happy. Which they have to do. That's what that dynasty was built on when they were dominant. Yeah. They um, hit Miami and the like Miami specifically, but South Florida in general. They got those local kids who grew up rooting for Miami and want to play for Miami. And uh, yeah, exactly. Um, honestly, my biggest thing is next year with um. With the fact that Trevor Lawrence will be gone, um, there is a one-year window where some team in the ACC, North Carolina, Miami, even Notre Dame, could sneak it one into the playoff because I think Clemson will have a down year next year. Down year is in, they're going to lose two games and be the runner-up in the ACC or, like, third seed. Although, in their defense, like, in DJ whatever defense, mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts didn't look like a very good passer at Alabama. And then he got to Oklahoma, passed first offense, and he lit it up passing. I can see DJ making that jump with Dabo and kind of what this offense is built around. Yeah, fair enough. I can see that as well. I mean, it's it's really going to just come down to what he plays like next year. Because if they if Clemson has a rough out-of-conference schedule, it's going to be really I, – I, if Miami comes out hot and if they keep King with those running backs and the recruiting class and everything else – it's going to be a real tough uh, season for Clemson in a, in a nutshell to repeat as ACC champions. But can I give a little draft talk real quick? Go for it. I'm honestly a little surprised that Derrick King has kind of become an afterthought. I, I I think the North Carolina game definitely hurt his stock a little bit because yes, the first half before he looked that, so rattled. Even before that, there wasn't a lot of talking to him, and I'm not saying he's in the same class of Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. 
Justin Fields, I guess. I don't think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback, but yeah, no. but I, I'm kind of surprised no one's really mentioned King as like a, if you need a quarterback and all those ones are off the board and it's like it's the second round, third round, trot mm-hmm. maybe get a pick him up, see what he can do. Almost like what Philly did, except Hertz was way more polished than King is. Also, Hertz was still a reach at that point. True. Um, I mean, he's, the pick's looking okay so far. Yes, now, but. At, at the time, I mean. I got yeah, my... yeah, no, no. We both were ripping Eagles for that one on draft, uh, yeah, draft day. Um, enough draft talk. It is the holiday season. We, of course, this is our last show until, like, I think the 29th, I think. Uh, but I just want to give thanks and thank you a lot of people this year. We want to thank our boy Steve Peralt for coming on multiple times, talking, uh, like baseball with us multiple times. We want to talk about thank even though he drives me nuts, Mark Rod for doing a draft show with us. Our boy Cruz Oxenrider for coming on three times in a year. That's an attendance record, baby. We love it. And of course, our newest member of the team, our marketing wizard, Mr. Pat Donahue, for coming on and just being like a great person and coming on and helping us. And uh honestly, this show has been definitely has made such great strides. Since last, um, since last, since uh, I've come on, you, let's be honest. When, what? Since I've come on, let's be honest. Well, Ian, let me finish. Even like, even this last year, we basically made it through coronavirus, and we honestly did not miss an episode. I think we missed one total, and that was because my power went out. Um, but yeah, last but not least, I want to thank you, Kev. Seriously. Um. As much as you drive me nuts and as much as you, we talk about possibility of you missing a show or two, there is no corner booth without you, pal. Because, honestly, this show was kind of a dead a dead fish when you came on and you kind of helped kick me in the ass a little bit to get going. Uh, 2021 is going to be a different look, of course, because Kevin will probably will be having his own ventures as well. But don't worry, we will still have Kev on. Uh, I'm just going to do about 95% of the work behind the scenes so this kid can focus on his other endeavors. Should we so, break uh, the news now? Break the news now, but you're not leaving me. That's what's happening. No, I, I'll be on intermittently. It's not uh, – I'm not going completely. Uh, it, it all depends on how my next job, how demanding it is. However, uh, Tailgate on the Quad, a college football-centered podcast, will be coming to the Belly Up Podcast Network. Uh, next season, I didn't want to start it now because I didn't want to leave Jared high and dry. And also, I didn't want to drop two episodes and then have either nothing for months or have subpar content. We have a logo sorted out. We have an intro sorted out. But we're just waiting until the season kind of picks up a bit more to drop it. Or next season picks up a bit more. But I'll still be coming back. I'll still be making appearances. I'm not telling Jared to screw off. He's not pulling a mark. Um, basically, Pat will still be here. Pat will still yes. be here. We may even have another person filling in. Kevin, basically, Kevin will always be here for the Tuesday pod. That is kind of his, as long as his job doesn't restrict it, the Tuesday pod, that's generally his slot. Even if we have to work around it, podcast and chill. Podcast and chill might just be me and Pat. We don't know. We might have somebody else come in and join us. We don't know. But it's going to be, next season for quarter booth season four is going to look a little differently. But Corson Roof Season 3 doesn't end until the day after the Super Bowl. So uh, we'll definitely talk about it down the road. A lot of big things. But I just wanted to say thank you to both of you for uh, helping me out this year and making this, honestly, a really good year at the Corner Booth. Uh, we have only one more episode left in this shithole of the year that was 2020. And, fellas, we made it. 
so far. Uh, eight days, uh, nine days left until uh, then the world hits the old restart button, yearly restart button. So uh, I'm wishing you all a happy holidays, a Merry Christmas. Uh, I know it, it ended, I think, a couple days ago with Happy Hanukkah, uh, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Winter Solstice, and whatever the hell you celebrate. We wish you a happy, healthy, and uh, amazing a holiday season and we will see you guys next week thank you so much for stopping by hey guys jared thanks for checking out the corner booth pod be sure to check us out on twitter and instagram at corner booth pod this podcast is brought to you by the belly of podcast network